0: Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Rose Report, where today you join us for a sort of squad assessment and a little look ahead to the January transfer window. Um, Me and Tom are going to be looking over the team, uh, where we think we might need some additions, if there's any players we think could uh, be let go for a bit more minutes or even potentially being let go permanently. Um, It's quite a difficult one, I think, for us this year, Tom. Uh, I know we've been looking over the squad the last couple of weeks trying to find some additions we think could work. And uh, I think it's different to usual seasons where there's clear gaping holes for us this year. You know, I think we, we definitely need some defensive reinforcements, uh, potentially some in the midfield, but credit to Joey Barton and his and his squad. They've assembled quite a team. Um, so, yeah, I think we're just, just to quickly lay out the format for you guys. We're going to start in goal and then work our way through. So defence, midfield, attack. Have a little look, see how the squad's taking shape, and uh, if there's anyone we need to bring in. Um, I guess let's kick it off in goal, Tom. Uh, If you want to just sort of start off with how you think, you know, the three goalkeepers we have currently got. I know Jed Ward's out on loan, but are you you happy with that area of the pitch?
1: Yeah, I'd say most definitely. I know Belly had a shaky game against Exeter, but I'd say I'd still say he's one of the better keepers in the league, especially with shot stopping ability. Uh, Um. I think it's a bit of an odd arrangement, the fact that Yakola's second-choice keeper and also goalkeeper coach. I'm mm-hmm. not sure whether that's going to be rectified soon. I'm not sure. Um, I know he he probably wants a little bit of coaching experience, but I think it's a bit of a weird arrangement. Um, with that in mind, I'm, I'm not sure whether it's worth bringing back Jed Ward on loan just to stiffen up a little bit of competition. Um, I know he saved two penalties, I think, in, in the game yesterday for Hungerford and was banned on the match, so hopefully he's he's been doing well um out there um so maybe maybe bring back Jed Ward um to bring back some competition um for that, that sort of second spot I do think we should be bringing anybody in I think we have a someone who might be pushing to be the first team goalkeeper next couple of seasons in Jed Ward and perhaps um if you want to bring in some competition now then the best move would be to bring him back what do you think.
0: Uh, Yeah, I I see what you're saying about bringing Jed Ward back. But I think from Barton's perspective and sort of a player progression point of view, I'd much rather him be out on loan, getting minutes in, playing men's football rather than warming the bench for us. Um, I think the the good thing about goalkeepers is you can can really rely on James Belshaw to play sort of, you know, 44, 45 out of 46. I mean, I'm pretty sure last season he played almost every game. That's the good thing about keepers is, is where they get an injury. On the flip side of that, when they do get an injury, it's obviously a crucial position in the team. Um, I think although Jokola's old and hasn't had much game time over the last couple of months, years even, he probably could step in if, if absolutely needed, say Belshaw got injured. So, yeah, I agree. I agree completely with what you're saying. Don't need to bring anyone in. Um, Jed Ward's there if Belshaw was to get a serious injury which is nice to know. And at the minute, I, th- I think it's perfectly fine. I think Jed Ward is, he, he looks like he'll be a long-term prospect for us. You know, I think Belshaw is a bit de- deceptive because he looks so young and and agile. I think he is, I think he's 32, 33, isn't he? So, you know, he, he's not going to be around forever. Um, and Jed Ward looks like a a promising, a promising prospect, mate. So yeah, goalkeepers, for, I think for both of us, we agree, leave it as is. And, uh, perhaps look look back at that again in the summer. Um, if we then move on to our defence, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, mate, but for me, right-back's a position I'm fairly happy with. You know, we've yep. got options with Hall and, and and Gibbons, both in a three at the back or, or four at the back, so that's fine for me. Um, let's We'll, we'll do centre-backs after left-backs because I think centre-backs is probably the... You know, the one we want to cover most. So if we just start with left backs, mate. For me, I personally feel like, you know, we've got Lewis Gordon there. Gibson can play left back. We've obviously got Trevor Clark as well. But still, it just feels like, you know, something's a little bit missing. I think Gordon's very good going forwards, but perhaps not not amazing in defence. So, you know, if, if we're looking to continue with that three at the back, maybe I'll be looking to bring someone in. Um, if you just give me your thoughts first on what you think about the current left-backs, then maybe we could look at some potential signings.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think Gordon has huge potential. I think it's fairly obvious to see, um, as you mentioned, You know, especially going forward, he's he's effective. He needs to work on his defensive side of the game. Um, I think the same could be said about Pepper Clark, but I think he's less effective going forward. I think my opinion would be that we need to bring in maybe a, another youngster in at left back, another Premier League Division Two or whatever you call it, PL Two, um, player in on loan, just to provide a little bit of competition there. Uh, maybe not someone who'd start ahead of Gordon, uh, but perhaps someone, yeah, who just brings a little bit of natural competition in that in that position.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's it's an odd one actually because I have been impressed with Gordon, and I think on his day he's shown capabilities in both defence and attack. So maybe that's a good shout from you as potentially. You know, show faith in him, but have have someone behind him who's pushing him. You know, I'm not really sold on Trevor Clark. I think you know he's either been injured or suspended, and when he has come in, he's looked all right going forwards. But I think I think it was the Boxing Game or potentially Derby where he looked really poor defensively. So yeah, I'd be looking to bring in a lone player potentially at left back. Um, just a few other options. As I've said, guys, it's been pretty difficult looking for for players. Um, I've seen Luke Leah, his name being banded around a little bit amongst Rovers fans. Um, Although he performed well for us and, you know, him, I think Barton said he was one of only three players that he would have kept in that relegation season. Uh, You made a very good point off-camera, mate, that if we're looking for defensive solidity, he's not really the man. And also, you know, he's played the past two seasons at Shrewsbury at Centre Mid. So, you know, although... He's got an affiliation with the club. Doesn't really seem to work for me. And I doubt Joey Barton would go for that. Uh, the only other player that I can, off the top of my head, was Jordan Abita, really impressed me when we played against Wickham. but Should have been sent off against us. No, he, he should have been. Mate. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, we've got to be realistic. He's he's an experienced left-back playing for Wickham. Yeah, with... a good
1: pedigree.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's, it's probably an unlikely signing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think if you're happy with that, mate, that covers the left-backs, really. Uh, as always, guys, if any of you have anyone you, you have in mind that we've missed, drop it down in the comments. Um, I'm sure some of you guys know League One League Two a bit better than us, so let us know. Um, moving on to centre-backs, mate. Do you want to kick this one off and just sort of give your view on where we're at?
1: Sure. So, I, I think we mentioned it in the last couple of videos that, um. Obviously, we have three young centre halves who, on the day, are obviously, incredibly promising prospects. Um, two of them on loan. Um, you know, we mentioned in the last video. I think we need a little bit of um experience in there. Um, just to sort of shore up that back line. Um, just to, uh, you know, we have the third worst. The, the, we've conceded the third most goals in the division, so you know, it's fairly obvious that I think we need some reinforcements there. Um. With that in mind, we had we did a little bit of a fil- filtration process, didn't we, uh, on transfer market and, um, I guess, through football knowledge as well. And we've sort of nailed it down to, I have three on the list. Um, and these players are all experienced centre-halves who've played in the Championship for the last few seasons. So One of them's even played a little bit in the Premier League. Um, so the first name on the list would be Harley Dean. Um, and what what would you think of that?
0: Yeah, mate, I, I, I like that suggestion. When you said it to me, I sort of thought, you know, I remember him at Brentford and I remember him being captain of Birmingham. And my initial reaction to that was uh that's probably going to be quite a challenging one to to sign. You know, he's high, like you said, similar to a beat to high pedigree, um, played top end championship. But then we looked into it a little bit, didn't we, mate? And you know, he was on loan at Sheffield Wednesday last season. Um, you know, these things he's out of contract in the summer. Out of contracts in the summer. Um, you know, I looked at his wages and these things are always a bit of a guess, but people are saying roughly between seven to 10K. Um, you know, if we were to take him on loan or even potentially, you know, look at getting him permanently, he probably understands that he's getting older. His stocks getting a bit lower. Um, you know, he could be one of our high earners. But, you know, that sort of signing for us could be could be massive. You know, he will be right up there with the best. Best League One centre-backs. Birmingham to Bristol is not a massive move, so he wouldn't have to shift his family. Uh, You know, and if if we got him in the team, I think he is the sort of pinnacle of what we're aiming for. You know what they always say of, you know, shoot for the stars and you might end up on the moon. If we aim for someone like Harley-Dean, if we get him, brilliant. If not, you know, I'd take 80% 80 of a player from Harley-Dean. But I think that's a really good shout from you,
1: mate. Um, I know you said you had... Two more, do you want to run us through them? Yeah, exactly. Sort of someone of a similar it would be um Curtis Nelson at Cardiff. Mm. And I actually really wanted us to sign him when we were promoted under DC into League One, but Oxford got there in front of us. Um, you know, he spent three years at Oxford, then went to Cardiff. He's been over there over um in Wales for um yeah, obviously three and a half seasons. He's not played much this season. He's only 29. He's ball playing centre half, but obviously a very imposing figure at the back. Um, so he's also out of contract as well in the summer. So, you know, certainly one we should keep an eye on at least for maybe a loan until the end of his contract. Um, in the summer, what do you think of? What would you think of that?
0: Yeah, man. I think uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but he he also played for Plymouth, didn't he? I think he
1: came through up through the ranks um, at Argyle, played for them for about eight seasons, I think. Mm, or maybe maybe few actually I think five or six seasons he was captain at Argyle yeah, and obviously they weren't promoted in that season we went up with Oxford mm, and Argyle lost the playoff final so um, he went to Oxford around that time
0: Yeah, it's, it's, he's one of those players for me mate where, you know, being a Rovers fan oscillating between the divisions and, you know, even going down to the National League you see so many players throughout the years and he is someone for me that's always stuck in my memory. You know, I've always thought he's been, first and foremost, he's a good defender. And that's something that Barton's obviously looking for. You know, he wants to play this expansive style of football person out from the back. But we need to have good defenders first. And he, he, he certainly is that. Um, like you said, he he can play on the ball. Um, I think he'd probably look to utilise him at that central centre-back position in the three. And again, I, th- I think that's good work from you, mates, to find someone that would fit our system. You know, it's interesting, isn't it, with this, with this six months left on the contracts, what is the general practice there is, you know, do we, because he's only got six months left, do we pay a lower transfer fee, which, you know, Birmingham and Cardiff will probably say, well, let's take what we can now. Or do we play the longer game and sort of think, OK, well, we can get him for free in the summer. Um it's it's difficult because you know we obviously want the impact right now. It's not it's often not as easy as that as a as an owner or a manager, you know, you've got to be smart with your money here. And if you you know you could save yourself five hundred grand. But then it's the question of, you know, would someone like Harley Dean or Curtis Nelson potentially get us into that playoff picture? And and if so, is it worth the you know the little bit of expenditure?
1: Um both, I think both, but yeah, do I think, think it would be. Because I think that you know, has been sort of the, the main weakness we've had this season. You know, we we have the best strike force in the league. We have a very talented midfield. I know perhaps Evo hasn't been at it as much this season, but, you know, he certainly has the talent to be one of the top packing midfielders in the league. And obviously we have the consistency of Finlay and Roster when fit. And Coots, I know he's he's getting quite old, but he still adds that solidity and sort of he is the linchpin of the midfield. Um, and obviously Mac is a bit out of form, but we know the talent he has. So I think the the main weakness has been the defence and to fix that, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, had we been playing with, you know, someone like Curtis Nelson or Ali Dean in games like, you know, like the Fleetwood game, for example, I think we wouldn't have conceded mm-hmm. those, like those 90th minute goals, you know, you consider know. the Exeter game as well. It's those sort of like, times in the game when you know an experienced and half would be saying why are we why are we playing this high high line in the 94th minute drop mm. even then drop five yards. No and we know. would have won won the ball and obviously we wouldn't have lost in the last minute.
0: I, t- I totally agree mate and and if you think long term as well say we are pushing those playoff positions. You know these games are only going to get more pressurized and you know when when the pressure's on you're going to want a cool head like these players who've been there experienced um it's not it's not a um a shot any of our current players but you know they haven't been around the block they've only been in certain pressurized situations and you know if we did creep into the playoffs again you'd want those experienced heads there so yeah I I think you're right mate um just a a quick one for me I think all of these are probably unattainable but again these are the sort of players we're aiming at and it's no surprise that you know, the, the five players that I'm choosing here come from Wickham and Shrewsbury, both obviously very defensively sound. Uh, and I know I know Shrewsbury lost yesterday 3-0, but, you know, normally their game is based on solidity at the back. Um, Pennington, Flanagan and Shay Dunkley for Shrewsbury are all the sort of players that we could be looking at. You know, they play in that black back three already. I know Cottrell's system is a little bit less based on passing the ball and moving, but, you know, they're all good centre-backs. And then Wickham's Tafferzole and Mawson two experienced heads, know what they're doing. Um, once again, guys, let us know if you you know, know of any centre-backs that you think would suit our system um, and that we could sign. Uh, there's one more
1: player for you, isn't there, mate? And then we'll round that off. Yeah, exactly. It's a sort of Barton and Burnley links. It'd be Kevin Long. Um, I don't believe he's played much this season in Championship for Burnley. Obviously, played sporadically for them in the Premier League. He's been there for about 12 seasons now. Mm-hmm. He's been on a multitude of loans Um towards teams in the lower leagues. Played for Ireland 17 times. Um, So I think, you know, he, he's 32 now, I believe. So obviously the, with the Barton links, it perhaps makes a bit more sense to bring him in. From what I remember, he's obviously a fairly sort of, I wouldn't say he's a ball-playing centre-half, but I'd imagine in League One it'd be, you know, a solid signing. Yeah. Um, And I, I can imagine Burnley at the moment, especially with the way they're playing under uh, Vinny, I don't think they'll... We really want to keep hold of him, um, especially if they're promoted to the Prem as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's a really good shout, mate. And, you know, you've covered most of it there. But once again, an experienced centre-back. Um, and I think that's a good point, actually. You know, he, he may not be a, a ball-playing centre-back at Premier League or Championship level, but I'm sure he'd be more than capable dropping down a couple of divisions to do a job for us. Um, yeah, I, th- I think centre-back is clearly the position that we need strengthening the most. Um, or defence as a whole, perhaps. Um, Before we move on to midfield, if we could just talk a little bit about perhaps some defensive departures. Um, For me, what I've had down on there, I've had Trevor Clark. if we can get a centre-back, a left-back in, I'd be happy to see him moved on or or maybe out to get some minutes. And then the glaring one for me, I think, which, you know, Barton's even touched on himself, is is Alfie Kilgour. Um, You know, it's, it's a shame for me. He performed really well for us for a good period of time. You know, he came through under DC and then I think you'd, you'd probably say he had his heyday with us when Coughlin was in charge. Um, you know, he, he's a good defender. He he's, he's kind of an old school defender in that sense where, he you know, he, he wins his battles, he's physical uh, and he, he's, a, he's a natural leader. But, you know, I think, be it the injuries that he's had over the last couple of years... Um, Perhaps the constant changing of managers and style, and then also probably the way Joe Barton wants to play. Um, things just haven't quite worked out for him. Uh, I think for me the only the only debate would be whether we send him out on loan or we just say, look, thank you for your years of service. You've done brilliantly, but you know it's time for you to permanently move on.
1: Um, what what would you go for on that, mate? I think, I think. It seems that the consensus is that he's going out on loan to Newport because Coughlin's mm. there at the moment. Um, so I think that would make sense. Obviously, the advantage of sending someone out on loan is the recall clause. If we were to sort of have an injury crisis at the back, like we did at the beginning of the season, would be worth having a recall clause. Mm. Um, so I think he's out of contract in, in the summer as well. So I think a loan with a recall clause would make sense. Uh, yeah, just to sort of touch on what you said, it's obvious that he gave his all for, for overs, or he has given his all for overs. For me, I think the departure of Tony Craig was sort of actually pretty detrimental to his um, progression in the centre half. I think he played a lot better in a three than a two, mm. and obviously with when we were, I think just before Garner took charge, we were like we were winning games, we we're fourth in the league, and. Um, He's playing on the left of a three with uh, Craig in the middle and Men- Meniesi, um on the right of the three. So, um, yeah, obviously disappointing that he hasn't progressed, but obviously he-, he gave his all for the club. So I think a, a move to Newport in League Two would make sense and hopefully he can sort of um, progress from there because he's still, I think he's only 24, 25.
0: Mm. Yes, whilst well, so I agree with all of what you said there, Matt, especially Craig... You know, the bit about Tony Craig and uh, Coughlin. For me, though, I just think his days are numbered. I'm not sure the loan deal will be beneficial. I I think for him, he needs a new start. Also, I think it's worth remembering that, you know, when we did have that crisis, he opted for Luca Hall and Glenn Whelan ahead of... It's Glenn
1: Whelan in number three, wasn't it? Against Lincoln.
0: So, you know, I I think if Barton's making those decisions and and leaving him out of the team, I think whether we want it or not, I imagine Barton's probably made his mind up on that front. Um, yeah, if, if if we move from one player departing to another player, who you know, it seems like Rovers have been trying to get rid of for years now, um, and that is of course Zane Westbrook. Uh, I don't. There's, there's not really too much to say about him, is there? You know, I think most Rovers fans will accept that. You know, in the right team, he's probably a good player. Uh, I'd I'd probably call him a bit of a luxury player. You know, he obviously is is a fantastic footballer as he had those good years at Coventry but just never quite worked at Rovers similar to Alfie now I think there's no way back in the team for him even if there was you know an array of injuries I think Barton would be hesitant to bring him in um, yeah I mean I've left it a little bit difficult for you there mate <laughs> there's not much more you can add to that I guess but if there is anything you want to say about him is there anything there mate?
1: Yeah, well I actually feel like he was unfairly scapegoated by Rivers fans in that relegation season. I think he had something like six or seven assists from midfield, created so many chances. I think he created he was in the top 5 midfielders for chances created in the league that season. Mm. Um and I mean we were playing with a strike up front who's a natural winger and then obviously the other strikers weren't very good. So mm. I sort of felt quite sorry for him actually because he did create a lot of chances it, and I agree, he's very much a luxury player. League 2 wasn't for him, but I feel like he hasn't been playing. He's almost sort of stagnant now with the lack of football over the last couple of years that a move to probably top half of the National League or League 2 mm. uh, would be beneficial for him. And yeah, I think obviously a permanent move would just be the best because we sent him out on loan last season to Stevenage, who were sort of bottom three in our own division, and it didn't work out for him. So... Uh, I think just a fresh start team sort of at the top of the National League, maybe Chesterfield as such, would mm. be uh be beneficial.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. And You know, you sometimes see it with these sort of players and I really hope it doesn't go this way. But, you know, you, you could be looking in two or three years' time and seeing, you know, Zane Westbrook lining up in, you know, the National League South or even lower than that. I, I think he's got too much quality for that. And I think if he finds the right team, he could very easily be back in League One or League Two. But yeah, I, I think his time's up and it's the, obviously the wages is the problem, getting him off the wages. But yeah, I think every Rovers fan is probably in agreement that Westbrook needs moving on. Um, if we stay in the midfield positions, uh, I'm actually happy with our our options, to be honest. I think, you know, maybe out wide, I, I'm confident that Scott Sinclair will sign an extension. Um, we could possibly do with another winger. am not going to put too much thought into that because I think, you know, with Collins with Sinclair, and also the way that our, our system is, is shaped. We don't particularly need those wingers. Um, I think me and you said the only real position in midfield perhaps would be a bit of cover for Jordy. Um So yes. you were saying, weren't you, perhaps a, a young, hungry centre-mid from a
1: premiership? Exactly. Similar sort of situation to the left-back um, situation. I think just bringing in a, a young lad who... Has something to prove, but obviously has the expectation of not being an automatic starter. Mm. Um, obviously, we haven't really done too much research into particular names because it's more of a profile mm. that we're looking for. Um, so yeah, I think just providing cover in, in that in that sort of area of the pitch. So obviously, Finley and Coots have been injured at times this season as well. So mm. you know, I think, yeah, I think the only midfield departure really would be Westbrook and then bringing sort of replacing him with someone who could just provide depth in that sort of central midfield area.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think the big word for me when looking for that is legs, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying get someone who's a headless chicken, but someone that will really get in amongst it um, offers that energy when Finley or Rossiter aren't there because Coots, uh, no one expects him to be running, you know, 15K a game. That's not his game. He's a bit older. Um, Evo gets around the pitch, but again, you want to see him using his energy more in the advanced positions. So, yeah, if Rossiter and Finley are out injured, then you almost want a like-for-like. Like. Um, once again, if we've missed anything there, you think, or if there's anyone glaringly obvious, guys, that would really suit our, our team, do let us know again, um, and I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you on those.
1: i got a question for you, mate. Yep. If Sinclair would sign an extension, which obviously, as you said, seems likely, would you rather he sign six months or 18 months from here?
0: Ooh, that is a good question, mate. I would be inclined just just because we've been burned in the past with injuries and, and whatnot. And, you know, I think I was actually going to touch on one of those players now. But um, for me, just six months again, you know, it keeps him hungry. Um, I don't really see... I'll be honest, I, I think he's a good player, but I think he's probably not going to get a championship offer again. Um, so I would feel confident of securing him once again. The only reason you might do that is, you know, he might feel slightly offended by that and think that I've proved myself to you. For me, I'll go six months again. You know, get him to the end of the season, see where he's at. Is that what you think you'd do as well, mate?
1: Yeah, same. I think it'd be it'd work for both parties. He seems like the sort of character that would, I think, would take that um, as well, um, mm-hmm. and sort of see that as sort of a motivational factor to earn himself a longer deal. Uh, I mean, he's 33 now, I believe. So, you know, obviously his career is winding down, but mm-hmm. I think you know he's shown that he's capable of playing at this level. You, you see the the difference in quality between. Between him and most of the other players that we've played mm-hmm. against, and also the other Rovers players as well. So, yeah, I think six months um, would be, you know, a good offer for both parties. It seems like it's it's almost a formality, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of taking that from Sinclair's interview yesterday with the press.
0: Yeah, I, I I think Barton's a he's a smart man when it comes to these sort of things, and I wouldn't be surprised for us to see six months, and then it gets to pre season next year, and he goes, look. He's fit, he's ready to go and he'll give him a one year extension. I think yeah. he'll, I think we'll see him at the club for eighteen months, but I think the contracts will be broken down into into two parts. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So like like you said, mate. Similar to Sinclair, there's one man, sort of the forgotten man at Rovers actually. But you know, Alex Rodman still contractually signed for Rovers. Uh. I can't remember the last time I saw him playing for Rovers. I think he he was in the squads towards the back end of last year, but you know. I, I can't see any other way that, that he that he doesn't go well. I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? I'm not sure who would sign him really. He's obviously happy here. Um, I don't know if you have any thoughts. But I jotted down in my notes potentially moving into a coaching role, but you know, I think he's got quite a few businesses outside of football, so maybe he's happy to you know run out this contract
1: and then and then see what goes from there. I think the latter is uh, more likely, to be honest. I think you know, obviously. Great character, I think. You know, whenever he has played for Rovers, he's always put one hundred percent in. He's actually been—he's a, a very talented player. But you know, the injuries he's had over the last two seasons just big too much. And you know, it's obvious now that I think he's coming towards the end of his playing career. And yeah, I w- it wouldn't surprise me if if no one else comes in in for him because he's about thirty-five now. Yeah. And as you said, he has a lot of business interests. I think his brother is out in the states running one of the businesses that they have. So it wouldn't surprise me, you know, if he moved into that line of work um, and, and ran his contract down um, for the rest of the season.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think we're both in agreement there. You know, again, he's been a credit to himself and, and the club whilst he's been here, but probably the right time to move on. Um, if we then push on to the strikers, mate, um, you know, I think we covered it in, in yesterday's video, so we won't touch on it too much. But, um, you know, I think hopefully... If there's no departures within the squad, then I don't feel like we need to bring anyone in. Um, it's been a theme of our videos for the last couple of months is you know the, the praise that we heap on that that front four at the minute. Um we've said multiple times, don't think there's many League One squads that have a better front line than us. Um obviously leading that is Collins and Coburn. Sounds like we're gonna keep Coburn. Um, you know, I, I know these things can be quite uh what's the word? not spontaneous but you know know what I mean I'm sure Middlesbrough could call him back if they needed to but it sounds like the the plan is to let him stay um then obviously the other man up top is Collins uh I think you said and I think it's been said by Barton that we've put a five million pound tag on him um you know I think did you say something about Scott Twine being mentioned
1: yeah I think there's something in the in the Bristol post about sort of Barton mentioning that we were sort of in wine territory. He was sold by MK to Burnley for £4 million last summer. Mm. Obviously, I think that's a sort of offer that we would need in order to be tempted to sell. It seems like he's quite comfortable at Rovers. Um, I think he's obviously, uh, his family uh, have been with the club for a long time, I think, considering he was at Rovers as a youngster. So mm. I think he's, you know, he's fairly settled. This is the first season in League One for him as well. So I think sort of a better situation on a selfish point of view for Collins would be to stay for another six months and mm. keep scoring these goals and then maybe reevaluate in the summer. But I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think it makes sense for both parties for him to stay. I mean, he's, he's the best player in the league. I think we said that before. Mm. Um, And just just keep this form up. You know, it's absolutely fantastic watching him play. It's an absolute pleasure. Um, You know, the sort of dynamic... Um, skill that he has you know the ability to you saw it yesterday against Chelton, the ability to turn on the 6 puts really mm. and um, and then, yeah just yeah fantastic to see just hope that we can keep in this window which I think is is you know is likely
0: yeah I agree mate and yeah we don't need to go over old ground but you know just to summarise I think it would be a slight risk for a high-end championship team low-end championship teams you don't tend to see spending big money in, in the January transfer window yes. so you know, I feel confident about keeping him. He seems happy here. Um, the other three up top, you know, the, the main the main starters within our front line. Uh, Marquis is obviously, you know, he's signed on. I can't see him moving anywhere. Lofty, I've seen some some people saying that he might he could do with a loan move, but not for me. I think you know, he's clearly he's come straight back from injury into Barton's squad. You know, and he started yesterday, so I you know I think. I think Barton rates him. I rate him highly and, and I think he's a really valuable asset to our front line. Coburn, obviously, as I said, looks what like we've got him for the next six months. And then the only real one for me that there is some debate around is uh Harvey Saunders. Um I'd be interested to hear what you have to think, mate. Just briefly from me, I, I think he definitely needs to go out on loan. Um, but if you want to expand on that, mate, and give your opinion.
1: But yeah, I agree with that. I think a loan spell would do him good. I'd imagine he's probably out of contract in the summer. It's mm-hmm. a bit of an odd one because he was our best player in pre-season And um I think he play he played a few games at the start of the season, but hasn't had a look in for a good couple of months now. So yeah, it's a sort of top end league what um league two team, sorry. Um you know, it would be benef- beneficial for him if he went to sort of a top two league two team. Um, I guess yeah, I can't I can't remember who who's doing well in league two at the moment, but you know, I think he's he's certainly good enough to play at the top end of that division.
0: Mm, yeah, it's a weird one for him. I do fear a little bit for, for Harvey Saunders just because of the formation that we play. Um, yeah. You know, I think my natural position I'd have him in is probably on one of the wings in a 4-3-3. And, you know, if we go to that formation, you know, you've got Sinclair, you've got Collins, who are natural starters there. Um three, five, two, you know, maybe big man, little man combination. But with the form that Collins is in in Coburn at the minute, He's not getting in ahead of them. Um, yeah, I, I think alone makes the most sense to me. Um, you know, go out there, potentially score some goals, get back in form. And it's important to remember in football that, you know, it's, we're one or two injuries away from having being fairly light up top. You know, if if Collins and Coburn, it's not up to the question, both of them were to pick up injuries. You know, we're looking at Marquis and, um, and Lofty. And then, you know, you'd want Harvey Saunders as an option off the bench. So, yeah, I I think it's probably too early for me in his Rovers career to say permanently let him go. But again, I think probably give him a bit of time out on loan. Hopefully he gets his confidence back, you know, and he's another good option for Rovers. But again, credit to Barton and his coaching staff for assembling such a good squad. I think in years gone by, Harvey Saunders would probably be a, a guaranteed start for us. And the fact that he can't even get into our squad at the minute is a uh, is credit to the team. So, um, once again, guys, if if there's a striker you think that could complement Rovers, let us know. I know there were talks of Charlie Austin, but I think that was a bit silly, to be honest. Uh, if you've got anything to say on that, mate, but
1: uh it's just the old Bartling was it? But I think it was inevitable that he was going to going back to Swindon, yeah. which has happened.
0: Yeah, exactly, mate. Um. Yeah, I think that pretty much wraps it up, guys. Uh, maybe there's one one person we did miss out actually, Tom, or or two potentially, two of our successful loanees from last season. If we could just, I, if we just have a quick word on each one of them. For me, Elliot Anderson, I, don't, I think it would take a miracle for him to come back. Um, Connor Taylor, I, I do think that's potentially an option, and I'd welcome him back. Um, yeah, what, what do you think on those, mate?
1: Yeah, I, I agree completely. I think starting with Taylor, it's I think it would make sense to bring him back probably in the summer. He hasn't been playing for Stoke this season. Um, I I mentioned in our video yesterday that you know his sort of leadership skills obviously sort of outweigh the fact that he's quite young. So bringing him into this sort of back line, I think would have the same effect as bringing a, you know an experienced player in. Um, Elliot Anderson, yeah, I think he's he's played sort of ten. 10 times Newcastle in the Premier League, off the bench. Seems like Eddie Howe wants to sort of keep him in the squad, in and around the squad. Whether that's best for his development, I'm not really sure. I think sort of a loan to a top-end championship club would do well, but probably maybe just somewhere like Luton Town. But, um, excuse me, I think the the probability of him coming back is uh, very slim.
0: Yeah. I I mean, we'd be a very happy fan base if uh, Elliot Anderson rejoined us and you know, yeah. I don't think it's a push to say that you know we'd probably have the first and the second best player in League One if he was to return. So, um, thanks for coming on once again, mate. Uh, I really enjoyed that one. Actually, it's uh, it's nice to see us in such a strong position where you know we, we don't need a, a a horde of players coming in. Um, thank you guys for watching once again. Uh, please do let us know in the comments where you think Rover should be adding to the squad or any outgoings you'd like to see. Um, give it a like if you've enjoyed the video it means a lot to us um subscribe if you're new around here and uh keep an eye out for future videos because we're really going to try and crack it this year you know get get regular content uploaded so thanks once again tom uh thank you guys for watching uh this has been the rovers report and we'll see you later